Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hi, and welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian rollerblading podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I'm stoked to talk to my oldest blading buddy, Mick Smith, founder of the Melbourne OG Rollerbladers page and former member of Team Apache, one of the early 90s skate teams in Melbourne. We talk about the Nunawading Skate Ranch, Vermont and Pran Ramps, vert skating, blade works, and the Melbourne OG page. Uh, it's, it's a great convo and uh, good to capture another chunk of Australian skating history. Thanks for the time, Mick. Thanks for the Facebook page, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Bye. How you going? Yeah, good. First time we've talked uh, with our voices rather than keyboards for how many years, do you reckon? Oh, God, man, probably... 94? 90. Yeah, probably 94, 95. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we, we, at least you and Nick were... Um, uh, kind of doing voice messages when we tried to organise it last time, I remember. Um, but uh, that's about the closest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> Been a while. <laughs> it sure has. Um, yeah, well, it's nice to connect with old friends, hey? Yeah, fully, man. That's pretty much <laughs> the reason why, um, yeah, I just started that page. There was yeah. Melbourne Rollblading and then... I just sort of thought, oh, I'm going to make my own now, make it OGs. <laughs> yeah, original gangsters. Yeah, so we um, we kind of became friends in like grade eight or something like that because of skating, I think. I mean, I was kind of, yes. I was sort of more just the, the kind of geeky kid who, um, if my hair grew to, I had to shave my head or else it would turn into kind of fuzzy bear afro. Yeah, that's then you're right, a slightly that, yeah. cooler <laughs> crowd with a flat top that some people call yes. Bart Simpson for. Yeah, so I used to get called that in school when I had a flat top, so yeah. makes two of us. <laughs> um, but rollerblading brought us together. We were in gym as well, right? So practising yeah, all, the, all right. the flips and spins there before we yes, um, took that's it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember, remember those days. That was good fun. Yeah, man, great fun. Um, but I thought, like, you know, as I was thinking about chatting with you, I thought, like, it's just nice to catch up, and I really kind of hope we can catch up and actually skate together sometime. But yes, I thought... You know, like a lot of the people who I've ended up bumping into and and have been willing to do this podcast thing have been more the Sydney crew. Do you know what I mean? So I've had Ian uh, and okay. Cesar and um, and others who have all been been able to tell the story from the Sydney point of view. Um, yeah, yeah. But then you and I both grew up in Melbourne and saw it more from that point of view. And so I thought that'd be a cool thing to start with. Is maybe for you to say Ooh. what are, what are some of the places that you know were familiar places in terms of skating and skaters yeah. who even if they weren't didn't become kind of household names, you know, that were some of the, you know... Yeah. Because I was more of a... I, I, you know, I, I was skated at Paran because that was the... Um, well, that's on, right, yeah. On the tram lines for me, and then you, you skated elsewhere more often, I think. Yeah, more at the skate ranch in Nutterwadding. Yep. So let's that start there. Fun. So let's talk about... Yeah, cool. What do you remember about the Nutterwadding skate ranch for those... For I mean, some would like the trip down memory lane, but for others, that means nothing. Yeah. So tell us about that. That's right. Um, pretty much lived there Friday night, all day Saturday, up until Saturday night, and then did the same thing on the Sunday. Um, they had a vert ramp. Um, 
it was a very tight transition, not much flat, but once you got used to it, it was, yeah, it was good fun to roll on. And um, the mini ramp was just, that was uh, very scary. That thing had about a foot of vert and the thing was only about three feet high or four foot high. So it was just, yeah, it was a bit dangerous to skate that. But the, the kind main of like those little kind of pool um, transitions they sometimes have in skate parks, isn't it? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It was just, yeah. It was fun to skate, but it was just, yeah, it was dangerous. <laughs> and the big um, ramp, how, how big was that? Was that nine um, foot, ten foot? Or was it how big, how big? Probably, I'd say maybe nine. I yeah. can't remember now. But, um, and it was like across, uh, no one at Skate Ranch was like a skate rink, right? But then across yeah. the far wall, they had that uh, vert right. ramp, as well as the mini ramp. Was that over there too? Yeah, yeah. So they had yeah. the vert ramp, and behind that was the mini, and then on the other side of the uh, ring in the corner was the quarter pipe, which yeah. that was the main highlight. That was uh, that was all awesome we'll fun. We'll get to that in a second. And so the ramp, as yeah. you say, was like quite tight transition, not much flat, yes. and it was up against the wall, and there were no stairs up either, right? So if you couldn't get up onto the skinny little platforms, but um, you could sort of climb up from the back of the mini, so yeah, you could okay. get up that way as well. Yep, but yep. yeah, there was no stairs, so it was mainly you just had to start from the bottom and get your way up to the top onto the tiny platform. Mm. And then fl- it was flush against a wall, so it gave you those kind of right. opportunities to sort of Spider-Man perch against the yeah. kind of corner point where it um, um, kind of actually touched the wall as well. Yeah, that's right. and then there was the, um, oh, the massive fire hydrant sort of um, pipe, which you could go up and sort of grab and dangle and then come back down. And <laughs> Yeah, it was um, good times. <laughs> and so is that really where you learned to skate, Vert? Um. There and Paran. Paran was um, that vert ramp. I missed that ramp. That was awesome fun. Um, and the bowl out the back. Yep. That was um, that's probably where I sort of started learning as well. Um, and then obviously doing all the gym at school when I met you. That that yep. really helped yep. with all the flips and spins. Yeah, yeah, yep. So yeah. Um, so let's do yeah, the quarter pipe. So no, yeah, skate ranch was the half pipe, the mini ramp, and then yep. there's this quarter pipe. So again, for people who don't know about that infamous beast, every now and then they'd shut off the regular skating, and it would suddenly yes, become so. all eyes on people doing the quarter pipe. Tell us how that looked. Yeah. So um, they'd have the inexperienced, um, and that that'd go for I don't know maybe 15 minutes, and then obviously the experienced skaters like myself and oh, I can't remember all the names now, like Sam. Um, Sam Fogarty, Tim Ward, Garth Stone, um, Vinny. Um, oh, there's heaps of names. Manual. Um, we just sort of start probably, say, 10 foot away from the quarter pipe, skate all the way around the rink, build up as much speed as you could and just hit the ramp, and you could actually launch up into the roof and stall up in there. Um, also, they had a handrail, so you could launch onto the handrail and jump back in. Uh, but that was, yeah, that was a highlight going there. It was awesome fun if we pulled off some good tricks we used to get like a free drink from the um <laughs> the canteen little bonus <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and i remember like there's there's somewhere that'd be like someone would go up and and like do a um you know a handstand like a ho-ho walk onto yeah, the yeah. platform while a couple other people do some airs and then walk yep. back in and then re-enter backwards afterwards yeah, that kind right. of stuff <laughs> yeah 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 crazy stuff yeah very 90 <laughs> sort of tricks some of that but yeah. uh, yeah, because it was so new. Everyone was just trying all different little tricks, and yeah, it was yeah, it was awesome fun. Yeah, yeah. So Vinny was uh, like he he's on the group now as a roller skater. Is just roller skating then as well. Um, he started at Skate Ranch. God, I can't remember when it was. It was probably mid eighties or something, uh. late eighties. Um, you know, I've seen some photos of the Skate Ranch before I even got there, and he was brought right into the uh, roller skating, and then he picked up the blades and. 
yeah, he still still skates to this day on both of them. So but he used to do some crazy stuff. Um, yeah, launching up into the roof. He'd even bring his skateboard along and <laughs> skate up on his blades and then jump down on, on the board on his bum and go up the ramp. And <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> so good times there. And and what's the Definitely. what what does skating a, a big quarter pipe like that? Because that's a whole different kind of quarter pipe to you know launch ramps or um, or little yeah. things. You know, so that does something else to your your balance and being comfortable in the air for when you go back onto a half pipe. Um, yeah, it's prob- it's almost similar to the the half pipe extension. Like it, um, mm. so, the transition of the half pipe was almost identical to the quarter pipe. So it didn't take long for you to get used to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just fun, just going just as fast as you could, just to see how high you could get and what kind of tricks you could pull off, and yeah. the '90s tricks back in the day. Um, another guy, another name we went to school with uh, a couple of years older than us was Andrew Suter, who was pretty amazing yes. as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, he used to come down there a lot as well. Were you there when he smashed his teeth at Paran? Were you there that day? No, but there was another guy at the skate ranch who dropped in from the roof and did the same thing, face planted, knocked his teeth out. Um, <sighs> Knocked himself unconscious, and yeah, that was. <laughs> I wasn't there that night, but it wasn't pretty from what I heard. Oh man, yeah, a reminder how dangerous it can be, right? Oh, definitely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, other places. I mean, you and I. I mean, like, there's footage of you doing a massive air off that mini at um, uh, Torquay that used to be oh, in, right. in between the surf shops there, right in the kind of main kind yeah, of plaza yeah. area, wasn't it? And then yeah, that was cool. That little ramp. Yeah, that was great. I spent uh, ages there one summer. Like my, you know, my parents, yeah, yeah. we went to a camping ground. They were all going to the beach and my brother surfing and I just said, drop me off at the shops. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had the vert ramp out in the paddock. Out in some paddock, pla- like ages away, right? So it's just yeah, that's right. <laughs> in the middle of Abandoned nowhere. Abandoned ramp. Yeah, and the whole platform was missing on one on the whole side, but yeah. half of it was just, there was nothing there. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got some photos of you doing that as well, don't we? Doing like, yeah, that's right. I think I've got a couple of years. Something. Yeah. Lying up on top of the platform with your legs dangling down the hole, and yeah. <laughs> no, was that any good? Apart from its ill repair, was that a good ramp? Oh, the, the mini was good, but I, from memory, I don't think the vert was that great. I think it might have had a little bit of oververt, uh-huh. which um, yeah, it was never fun. Pops you out constantly, popping out to the yeah the bottom of the ramp, which isn't good. Not at all. Uh, you see, um, I never skated the vert ramp. That was always like, because I, I never got the guts up to stand up, drop in as a kid. And so that was always mm-hmm. like, I'd spend all summer skating that mini ramp going, today I'm going to get up the guts and go out to the vert yep. ramp. And I never would. <laughs> yeah, fully. Oh, it is daunting. <laughs> then we went on a trip once with your dad to somewhere that felt like ages away to film like a little video of you um, when you're trying to sort of do a bit of a sponsor me tape or something like that, I think. And that, can you remember where that yeah. was? I can't remember now. No. Um I just have hazy memories. Do you remember what I'm talking about, though? Um, not a hundred percent. That's right. No, as I said, I'm trying to write down like places we skated, and I just yeah. cannot remember the names of the suburbs or. Yeah. But yeah, there were certain mini ramps and bowls, and oh, there was heaps of places that we used to go and explore. But the best was um, it could have been maybe the Mornington Shed. Yeah, no, this one was out outdoor. It was again outdoor, kind of a bit out- in the middle of nowhere, a bit in the mid, kind of middle of. Like, seemed like a field in my hazy memories, but things get foggy, you know. When, yeah, yeah, I know, same. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, and then Vermont, is it? Is that the one that you posted the other day, the school communications project, the, you know, yeah. skating? That's the Vermont? Yeah, that was, another, that was another place we used to always hang out at Vermont. That ramp was just amazing. Um, yeah. I think that one's a little bit 
might have been a little bit bigger than the old Paran. Um, that yeah, that was just a, I love that ramp. I pretty much same with Skate Ranch. We just always went down and used to always be at least ten or fifteen of us down there at a time. And yeah, it was just awesome fun. Yeah, yeah, that's the days, huh? Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you street skate much as well back back in the day? Um, a little bit. Um. We used to go on the city skates, um, just, you know, cruise the streets and just find, like, you know, stairs that we used to always jump. Um, I think it was, I think it might have been the museum or the library or somewhere where they had sort of two sections of the stairs, which were quite long, and we used to stand on the first set yep. and just launch off the last set, three sixes, and yep. we almost end up on the road. <laughs> Um, but I think, yeah, I did do a little bit of street grinding and handrails, but I was more just um, just fixed on skating vert. I just loved that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, and you're good at it, man. Gosh. Like, watching yeah, you get that great 10 video, do you reckon that was about your – would you say that was your kind of peak that kind of time? Yeah, definitely around that time. Because that yep. was after I'd moved to Hobart, and just watching that video, I go, it's the same really easy style and massive airs that I knew from when, when I knew you, but um, yeah, some yeah. of those rotation tricks and stuff, I'm not sure if you'd, you'd had that kind of, had some of those things quite that high and quite that big, you know, a few, oh, yeah, a few years earlier. So. Yeah, yeah, so I think in that And video, even flips, I'm not sure if you were point. flipping much back when... Yeah, I was doing a few more, um, just like your Barani's front yeah. salts. I wasn't really doing backflips or mid-twists yeah. or anything yeah. like that. I think I had that little fear in the back of my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at that time when I was at my sort of peak, that's when I was with Team Apache. Yep. Um, and we used to just go all over Melbourne, down to Warrnambool, do demos and get the jump ramp out, jump people, jump cars. It was, um, yeah, that was good fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's so classic 90s skating, isn't it? So, oh, definitely, yeah. What, uh, what's the movie again? It's a, the Airborne, such an Airborne sort yeah, of Chris Airborne, Edwards yeah. thing. <laughs> um, so Team Patchy, who, who, who sits behind that in terms of, sort of sponsors and organisers and team leader? Uh, that, was, that was Wayne. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, name was, May, was Mouse, excuse me. Yes, <clears throat> that's right. <laughs> um, so he basically had the Apache Junction shop in St Kilda and then... Um, I think I was skating with Bladeworks for a couple of years and then somehow I managed to sort of get out with the guys who were in Apache and then I managed to get into Apache. And So Bladeworks uh, was in um, Q or... Um, Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were at yeah, the top, yeah. top of the hill first, weren't they? Tiny little shop right at the top That's of right. the... That's um, right. Yeah, Glen, so they And then now they're yeah, back down right. near the shops near the train station, aren't they, they're along that main drag, I think. Um, I think they're still... It's still the same shop that he's had there. No, 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 but I'm thinking about right back originally. You know how the tram used to go uh, all the way to the very oh, top? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right up where Wrighton and, um, and all those schools are, the very top yeah, of the yeah. hill. And it used to be there, like a tiny little shop, for like a fish and chip shop style size yeah, place. Right. And then he moved yeah. down the hill. Relocated down yeah, the hill, yeah. To a much yep. bigger place, yeah. And so still, yeah, yeah, he's still there to this day. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. Um, um, was that a team there or was that more just like he'd sort of flow your products and you'd wear a T-shirt? and? Yeah, pretty much he'd... Um, yeah, chuck the, get the Bladeworks T-shirt. We do a few demos here and there. Um, I went in a comp in Bendigo. It was the Bendigo Vert Jam. Um, I was up against Manuel and Tim Ward, so I think I placed third. But yeah. I'm kicking myself now because Roshi's actually um, – well, I think Bill went to Roshi's to ask to get, like, a sponsorship for me, but I didn't wear the skates on the day because it was a day before the competition. They're like, here you go. And I'm like, I've got nowhere to practice on these. and. Uh-huh. 
So I wore the um, all the padding, but I didn't wear the skates, and I think that sort of ticked them off a bit and kind of lost out on uh, that one. But no, yeah, what a padding. Yeah, yeah. So no, it didn't it didn't matter. So um, and then I think by sort of ninety seven is probably when I sort of sort of yeah left the scene. Yeah. Um, 95 was a pretty tragic time. I lost my dad. Um, and then, yeah, I sort of just spiraled off in a different direction and yeah. ended up going overseas and some snowboarding for about a year and yeah. um, came back and, yeah, I hadn't put them on since, God, probably, yeah, 97 up until 2015. <laughs> That's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. And I, so yeah. I, think, I think you and I was stopped around. I mean, look, it's crazy, you know, having had, had that, what, year or so that we, we hung together and then, then both losing a parent around the same time as well. So my mum died in 96 after I'd moved back to Hobart. Yeah. That sucks, man, doesn't it? Really oh, sucks. Very hard. And yep. look, not to, not to sort of choke up or anything, but it, it just, you know, all, you know, all the good times since, you know, you just go, oh, I wish, wish you were here, you know? Yeah, that's right, because he used to always come out and either yeah. film or take me to all the demos and comps, yeah. so that sort of... When that all happened, I sort of just sort of lost the lost the passion for it, and mm. didn't really know what where I was going, what I was doing. So yeah, yeah. bit of a shade, but I still had amazing time in the nineties skating. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what got you back into it? Um, well, I went up north for about two years, um, yeah. that two thousand thirteen, and that was sort of a very dark place. So I won't go into too much detail, okay. but I eventually finally did get myself back to Melbourne and started going through the storage unit and I was like, oh, hello, I haven't seen them for a while. Uh-huh. Um, what were they? Out. What were the them that you, um, you dusted dust Tarmax. Tarmax? Yeah. The with Tarmax. Still yeah. had the fat boys on them. Uh-huh. Um, the old uh, boneless knee pads and, oh, yeah, all my so gear was good. Still, I always yeah. wanted the boneless knee pads. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Still got them here. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Um, and, yeah, I just sort of, um, I was a bit of, I guess you could say I was sort of MIA. I wasn't in contact with a lot of people and yeah. I got back to Melbourne. I uh, got in contact with Nick um, and Darren, who uh-huh. were from high school. Um, and, yeah, we just caught up, started skating, and then I just jumped on Facebook and I was looking around and I saw Melbourne rollerblading, so I thought, oh, yeah, I'll jump on there. And then I just decided, oh, I might just make my own page. So I just made Melbourne OG rollerbladers and it's just skyrocketed from, from day one. Yeah, what was it? I mean, it's boom, totally. Yeah, what was it that made you decide that there? That, what was it about the Melbourne rollerblading page that you thought wasn't quite, you know, the direction you thought a page? Um, more, I wanted to create a page and get all the crew that I used to skate with yeah. and make it. Obviously, being OGs, I just thought, oh, I'll make it Melbourne OG. Um, it was more just to get, yeah, trying to get everyone back together that used to skate back in the nineties, and um, yeah, quite a few did. Did chuck their skates back on and so that kind of time. Um, so when was that? What time? What when was that? What year? Uh, that was 2015. Yeah. So again, not. not yep. It's funny, isn't it? We were all about the same kind of time for various reasons. Just just yeah. after that. So yeah. Um. So was the Melbourne one happening much? Were there others on that, or was it you know in a sense? Because I think it's kind of like the skating continued and really had a bit of a boom into the early 2000s. Then declined a right. fair bit, and some of the pages I think just whoever was really into them that as they dropped off kind of yeah, became yeah. dead ends a bit. So was there much happening on the Melbourne Rollerbladers page at that point? Um, I'm not too sure. Mm. Um, yeah. I think not as, as far as putting events on and catch-ups, I don't think they sort of yeah. um, post much about it, but I think they, they obviously do now with their Paran skates and whatnot. But, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, mine's more just to get everyone together and everyone so just was anyone like else a- skating when you came back? Was, who else was 
had kept it up or um, had already gotten back? I don't think any of the guys, actually. As soon as I contacted Nick and Darren, they were just like, boom, they dusted theirs off. And <laughs> um, <laughs> another friend, another friend Eric as well, he, yeah, yeah. yeah, we all just sort of caught up and I was like, this is awesome. Let's go get back into it. So good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well done, man. It's amazing. Like, I think it was a thing where I am. Um, you know, like, it, I, I, I got back into it. I, I guess I felt self-conscious amongst people who, you know, don't care or know about rollerblading. I went, oh, you know, I don't want to immediately start being too public about being a skater because I wasn't know if I was going to stick with it and what does yeah, it mean yeah. to be a grown man who rollerblades? Um, and uh, <laughs> and also, I guess I felt a bit self-conscious going into the groups because I figured, well, there'd be somewhere they'd be, you know, kind of younger people deeply into it, maybe, you know, yeah, that probably. edge of what counts and doesn't count and who's all that, you know. I don't know, hang yeah. over it being a high school or I quit skating as a high schooler so still thought everyone still acts that way or something, I don't know. And even with yeah, you, yeah. I think I saw a photo of you posted on um, Pran. I thought, oh, you know, I, I think I commented or something and, and at first was like, um, uh, you know, oh, you know, I, I, I don't know, I don't know, you know, who rem- you, know uh, you know, anyway, but once we've actually connected, yeah, yeah. it was like, oh, man, so nice to, con- you know, touch base and, and yeah, I, I think boy. then finding the OG page, what really, what I loved about it amongst other things was... Um, was just how supportive it was. Like how, you know, right. whatever level you're at, whatever you're working for, whether it's someone doing just phenomenal stuff or someone who's um, just, beginning. just yeah. beginning, there's thumbs up exactly. and flames and shaka emojis and oh, um, yeah. advice yeah. without it being that kind of judgy, preachy advice. Yeah, it's, you know, take yeah. it or leave it sort of advice. And that social aspect. So people actually going, let's organise, you know, because I think at that point, you know, you're doing like Barbies at Vermont Ramp, bring your kids as well for a little roll around on the flat, you know, yep. producing little videos, all of it just yeah. just yep. having a real kind of, I don't know, just, just community dimension to it rather than trying to, you know, I don't know, rather than being an elite thing, just going, no, nah, it's just all, all in it for the love. It's awesome. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, and then also I have to, you know, obviously – do a shout out for Nick because he's um, he's just gone completely crazy on the skates, um, and he's really pushed the page. Yeah, even even worldwide, you know, they've got people overseas and different countries that are supporting the, the page, which is just amazing. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's funny, isn't it? How some I think it is a phenomenon that you just go like for whatever reason the people involved. Yeah, as you say, Nick yeah. really owning it as well. Um, yep. And it just came to, for whatever reason, just I think have a life of its own in a way that even like the other Aussie cities don't quite have what this Melbourne OG page has. It's just really cool. Yeah, it, it's just it feels like yeah we're one big giant family and it's all it's just all about catching up, having a good time, and you know encouraging everyone. It's you know like you said, it's not like who's the best and who's who's the worst. It's none of that. It's all just yeah, yeah get together and have fun. That's, that's the main reason. Is, um, is Nick skating better now than he skated back in the day? Oh, yeah. Isn't definitely. that cool? Oh, he's still, he was still a good skater back in the day, but he's, he's just – he's unbelievable now. Like, you know, he's throwing these huge Viking flips. He's now skating down at that mega ranch, and, yeah, he's going off. Oh, that mega ranch, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, I don't even think I've got the guts to go on that thing. No way. Uh, I said to know. Nick on one of the posts, I said, dude, that's just like another sport as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, and <laughs> Twenty six um, foot high or something. The quarter pipe. Yeah, again. it's it's crazy. Um, yeah, so like two thousand fifteen. Yeah, started the page, and then I think by the end of two thousand sixteen, I sort of dropped off and stopped skating a little bit. 
um, more sort of spending time with the family and the kids. Um, and then, yeah, I think it's been like it was almost two years, and then I finally put my blades back on, and now I'm back into it again. Sweet, <laughs> man. That's really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, one side of it is it's just it's just fitting it in, isn't it? Fitting it into life. And, um, yeah, And right. you've got to be really keep working on your fitness in a way that you don't even think about it as a sport when you're 15, do you? You just go. Oh, no. You just, just spend silly buggers and go crazy, whereas you yeah. kind of go, like, if you feel crummy, Physically, it's just so much harder to do oh, it. So it's either a virtuous cycle of you feel better, so you want to do it more, so you feel better, so or the opposite, where you go, oh, I feel crummy, don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, exactly. So, plus there's that little fear factor now. Mm-hmm. Uh, back back in the day, it was just no fear. It was just like charge at this jump ramp as fast as you can go and launch as high as you can go. And yeah. Yeah, now it's sort of... When I get up on the vert ramp now, I'm still shaky at the knees and a little bit sort of, uh, you know, you take one fall and break a bone, you're out of work. That's oh, the that's consequences. Yeah, and what, and what a pain for your kids and your partner that's if you it. have them yeah. and anyone else relying on you. You just go, for the sake of this hobby of mine, I've now created all this hassle <laughs> for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know and what now, it, Yeah, I'm going to start sort of skating more sort of mini and street, try and get back into sort of, sort of doing some grinds and stuff. I think mm. the um, the vert and the crazy airs and all that stuff, I'll leave that back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I really screwed up my knee, which is one of the reasons I stopped, you know, on a handrail, had the foot cord on top of the handrail going down a kink, and uh, I didn't really yeah. know what I was doing. I didn't really know. Because that's the thing, right? Back in the 90s, you don't get to, like, there's no neat little kind of half a foot high kinked rail at some skate plaza that you can practice riding your kink on. You've got to learn how to ride a kink rail. you just got to find a set of stairs that has a kink rail and jump mm. on it and pray. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, and so I, I just went, okay, here we go. I can grind handrails. I guess next is to try a kink. And so there was this kinked rail out the front of the old swimming pool in Hobart. Yep. And so I just jumped on it, came down the, the, the first down rail fine, hit the kink, you know, flew out, yep. feet flew out from under me, except for one on my oh, right yep. foot kind of stuck on the, got stuck on the top of the rail. So my whole body weight sort of pulling down. Yanking, uh, yanking my you know uh, lower leg in a direction that you know the knee, knee can't, yes. can't handle. <laughs> so now I'm really yeah flips, spins, anything that puts too much torque on the knee, I'm really wary of. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. So so for me, yeah. I mean, any any high hand rail, I go. I don't want to you know split the rail or or do something that ends up getting me landing in a way that's screwy. Um, yeah, that's right, yeah. But pumping back and forth on a vert ramp, you know, that, yeah, I'm a long way off it being too high. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel it as well that just that, like, because of work, because of kids, because of life, you'd go, you know, for me now, I kind of go, I'm, I'm frustrated by lack of progress in some areas of skating. But then I go, yeah. it's like, if you think about it, like, if you work part-time, you know, say you work two days a week, then at the oh, end of a no. month, it's like you've only worked a week's worth of full-time work. Do you know what I mean? And in the same kind of way with skating, if you skate for an hour, you can get an hour at the ramp a week. Then after two months, you've skated the amount of time that as a 15-year-old you would have skated. You want to skate it oh, in a single day? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I used and to live in them. <laughs> I, so it's just that's so unfair, right? I just go like I, you know, trying to learn some of these things, and, and as you know, like the skating the vert has got to do with balance and confidence and te- technique. That you know, I, I'm, I'm having to learn this, and then if you forget it, 
you know, if you don't leave it for too long, then you almost go backwards because you get back into old habits yeah. and ugh, ugh. It took me quite a little while to yeah get the courage and um, actually drop back in. But after a while, it's just like you know tying your shoes. You just you don't forget. Yeah. Um, but as I said, yeah, there's just that that fear factor of falling and having the injury. So that's why I'm sort of stepping back a little bit and yeah. still going to go out and skate. But yeah, just sort of more get out there and catch up with people and. Yeah, you can be a, a glue for the community, even if you're not. Um, I mean, like with Cesar, with all his Instagramming and whatever else, he's not back on his skates. He's not sure if he can with his hip injury, but he's being an yeah. amazing ambassador. I don't know, and that's cool. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, do, do you want to? I mean, one of the things you tell me what you what your experience is this up front, but I, I think one of the other things I really like about the um, the OG page is it seems like you know there's Everyone's got their demons to some degree or another, and and yeah. guys in particular, often one of the things is you don't know how to talk about that stuff because it's like, you know, whatever, real men don't cry and all that kind of thing. Um, but it yeah. seems like people are pretty upfront about that stuff, even like within the OG page itself, like we'll just be upfront oh, about definitely. where the stuff sucks and, and yeah, we'll kind yeah. of rally to say, hang in there, man. Or, I don't know, like, do you reckon that's a fair call that there's kind of been a bit of a, uh, you know, kind of a good culture of you know, re, kind of being real with each other, male friendship that's part of the culture. That, do you think I'm picking up on something there? Yeah, no, definitely, man. Like, we're all there for each other, and whether it be, you know, personal or any issues, usually we always, yeah, you can always tell when someone's not right, and it's just like, man, we're all here for you. You know, it's not all about skating. It's about friendship and yeah, all the above. So that's one thing I love about the page and all the um, all the members yeah, isn't that, I mean, that's awesome, isn't it? That something, you know, something yeah. that's fun, actually, in a weird, indirect way, can be a, I don't know, kind of a lifesaver. Definitely, yep. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess that's the thing, isn't it? Some people might be going to the page and connecting with it separate from the skating, just to go, here are people yeah. who get me. Here are people yeah. I love that remind me of good times, um, that keep me grounded. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely for sure. Oh, so good, so good. Um, are, are there highlights for you thinking back on skating? Yes, I mean Team Apache. I mean there was there was hey hey it's Saturday and skating with Chris. Yeah, Edwards. that was that was amazing catching up. Yeah, skating with Chris Edwards. Like I said, he was my idol. And then when um, Mouse said, "Oh, we've got Chris Edwards flying in, and we're we're all going to be um doing a demo on hey hey," we we're all just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> now, I think I was fifteen, so you can imagine just how excited. Um, yeah. Uh, what else did we do? There was a few other things I did. Like, I was in a Mars bar ad. Um, oh, really? I can't find the videotape, unfortunately. But, yeah, that was shot at Paran. Yeah, wow. Cool. Um, just in the background, they had the camera sort of going across. Oh, it was hard to explain how the camera was going. It was sort of going up, over, and then came back down in the screen. And it was upside down shot. And then you just saw me on the ramp in the background. And oh. um, there was... Uh, another time we were down there just skating and a TV crew rocked up and it was Healthy, Wealthy and Wise. Yeah. Do you remember that TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they just came in and started filming us and so that was another one that we got to got to go on. Um, what else did we do? Blockbuster video. Whenever they opened a store, we'd go out there and bring the jump ramp and put on a show. Yep. Um, Triple N, we used to ride around with those guys and um, whenever they sort of had competitions or – you know, little gatherings at certain spots. We'd we'd be there with our jump ramp as well. So yeah, it was yeah, it was really good just getting out there and being a part of Team Apache. That was awesome. Yeah, 
very cool. What would you reckon as you as you watched it happen was the make or break of um, what led to people? I mean, because there were so many good skaters, right? You know, and that's oh, one of the oh, things yeah. in Australia because it became apparent yeah. when suddenly the bunch of us who did go overseas just dominated comps over there, right? And and yeah. just go, you know, this thing that was meant to have its home in LA, and then all these Aussies are going over and schooling everybody. Um, yeah. What was the make or break? Because, I mean, some of these names we've mentioned, I mean, like yourself, like Andrew Suter or Garth Stone, pretty amazing skaters, but not the people who, you know, not not Manuel and um, Tim Ward and, you know, or not guys who kind of broke through in quite the same way. What's the make or break there, do you reckon, in terms of as that was all happening before your eyes? Oh, I don't know, really. I think, yes, as I said, I sort of stopped in 97, so I didn't really see what was going on. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I was, I was overseas snowboarding in the snowfield so i sort of yeah just never actually saw sort of what what actually went down and what happened but um yeah it would have been awesome if i'd stuck to it and got to travel and (laughs) yeah do all that kind of stuff but yeah it's all good yeah i mean the the other side of it is you get to have been there at the really the genesis of something which is a whole other thing too hey like the really early you know um yeah, OG, OG days. Oh, yeah, no, it was the 90s were awesome. I think everyone was just just blown away by these rollerblades and it was just, that's the thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, amazing. Just, yeah, that's cool. It's still coming back. Anything that you yeah, found the, yeah. the, uh, the weirdest or the most cool or annoying or whatever coming back after your break? Uh, don't know. Um, one thing that does get a bit frustrating is when you're at, say, the shed. Um, it's sort of a mixture of scooters, blades and skateboarders. So you tend to, if you've got to say a little line, you want to run down on the shed, you've got scooter kids just zipping past and in and out. So that does get a bit frustrating, but I mean, yeah. each to their own, you know, they love doing that. So, yep. um, but no, I think everything still seems the same as it was back in the day. Everyone's still just still smashing it every time we go out. It's just yeah. awesome. It's cool that, um, I, th- I think it's, uh, it's pretty unique as well that with Aussie skating, you know, even though it's a small thing, the ARO still has um, vert as a part of it because that's um, yeah, yep. that's declined so much elsewhere. Do you know oh, what I mean? Um, yeah. So apart from seeing like the Yasutoko brothers and you know, and a few other things occasionally, like all the international media largely focuses on street skating stuff. That's right, yeah. Even just a few days ago, sort of scrolling through Facebook, I've seen there was a few competitions. It was more strictly just street course skating. And yeah. Well, I think that, that big, those big massive BMX courses that CJ, Wellsmore and others skate in, yeah, in feasting, yep. that's getting close to ver- in just the sheer size of it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, that's it's, right, it's yeah. not a little street course is it it's it's no, it's huge <laughs> yeah and they're, they're doing all the flips and massive oh, airs yeah, and launches and and all that yep. kind of stuff there was um the the you should check it out the um i don't know if you've watched the, the montpelier one of that but um jaron grobe is um does this uh flying backflip and gets stuck in his rotation and just comes down uh, you um, know almost on his head from this huge uh, backflip sort of over the fun box it's um pretty punishing yeah I that one but I can imagine that one oh, oh, so, hor- so horrible yeah yeah but that's it not many competitions but still the Australian rollerblading open still got um, vert yeah. ramp as one of the um, one of the competitions so good yep yeah definitely unfortunately I didn't get to go down to see it but I did watch a few live um, live videos yeah, and Yosti and, um, and Scotty they were just going off amazing yeah so good <sighs> yeah 
Awesome, dude. Well, this is this is. Is there any other things you wanted to say while we're, while we're recording? Um, no, I think we've pretty much covered most of it. Um, so, sorry, I've just got my son wanting food. <laughs> um, yeah, and no, I think we've pretty much covered all of it. I'm just just stoked at how how good the page has grown, and just yeah, can't wait to get out there and rip yeah, it up back, safely. Rip it up, again. rip it up safely. <laughs> Yes, definitely. So. Yeah, man. Look, and, and I'll, um, I mean, it's just hard again with, with life and work and everything else to kind of pull off other oh, trips. Please. But when I can make it work, I'll, I'll, you know, eventually, if we're still uh, not too old, still got skates on yeah, our yeah. feet, then I'll definitely be in touch and, and we'll skate yeah, once, yeah, once we can make good. it work. Um, I'll, um, I'll edit this up and I've got cool. already got one that I recorded with um, another one with Ian Smith that I'll put up next weekend, but maybe the weekend after that. I'll whack up this and yeah, if we, cool. en- we end up doing another one with Nick down the track or, you know, another one. Is the other stuff you think about you want to zero in on? We can always catch up again and do another one. Yeah, yeah, cool. Down the um, track. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good if you um, maybe, yeah, with Nick, get him on the uh, Mega Ranch yeah. talking about that because he's really put that right on the map. Um, Big time. That was a, the competition just two, three weeks ago that was yeah. on as well. Yeah, we were watching it both on Facebook Live, yeah. weren't we? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Amazing. Sweet, man. It was lovely to chat to you. Yeah, um, see you, man. Yeah, we'll be in touch, okay? Yep, sounds good. Catch you, Mick. Okay, mate. Cheers. Bye. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher, and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.